Advisor Advice, Part 1. Welcome back to another episode of the Cash Kid Podcast. If you haven't already, be sure to visit our site at cashkidpodcast.com for more resources and links to past episodes. Follow us on Instagram as well. We are so excited to continue seeing this audience grow. It is my belief that we can help build a generation of cash kids that know how to manage, invest, and grow their money. And our guest today will give us some tips to help us get there. The Cash Kid Podcast is underway. some cash, maybe from an allowance, or that money your grandma gave you for your seventh birthday. Here you go, sweetie. Woohoo! Thanks, Grandma! Whatever it is, what are you going to do with it? Spend it, hide it away, or maybe invest it? Let's start learning how to make that money grow. Time to learn how to be a cash kid. My guest joining me today is Mr. John Cunningham with Cunningham Financial Group. Mr. Cunningham, or Mr. John as I like to call him, is a financial advisor and considers his clients partners in creating financial success. He has also been super helpful in answering some of my questions about the stock market and finances. So we're going to cover a few topics with him about how kids can prepare to invest later and be smart investors. Mr. John, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. First off, tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Um, Well, first, just personally, my name is John Cunningham, and I'm married to my wife, Anne, and we have three kids, Wes, Grant, and Charlotte, and actually one on the way that's due sometime in October. Um, Professionally, um, I'm the managing member of the Cunningham Financial Group. We began in August 1st of 2011 and have grown the practice ever since. We have locations in Birmingham, Alabama, and in Florence, Alabama, and just outside of Nashville in the town of Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and uh, presently have about uh, a little over 2,000 clients throughout the country, um, and we're licensed in about 29 uh, different states. So it's a great practice. That's great. So... What led you to having a career as a financial advisor? Yeah, you know, it's something that I always had an interest in, whether it be everything from just earning money to to saving it, to investing, um, and always had an interest in in the stock market. And and actually, what's interesting, I I entered in college hoping to be an accountant and uh, with an accounting major initially. And quickly realized that was not the area of finance that I really wanted to focus on. And you know what's funny? It, it took a class with a, a professor. He's my favorite professor. His name is Dr. Moron, actually. But a fantastic teacher and, and taught me to really love and understand numbers. And so from there, wanted to focus on finance. And so uh, quickly took on multiple internships with with multiple firms and and different areas of focus, um, 
and quickly began actually growing a client base as an intern with the company uh, in my junior year of college. What do you think is the biggest misconception for adults in managing finances? Yeah, it's a great question. What I kind of find with working with um, prospective clients and really adults is they, they look at their 401k as similar to what's called a pension plan. And so people like my parents worked for companies and then their parents worked for companies and they worked at companies like Alabama Power for 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. And that generation of client and employee had what's called a pension plan. And what that basically means is that you're going to work for a company for your entire career. And when you retire, you have a pool of money and a pension that's going to pay you an income for the rest of your life, no matter how long you live. And that gave retirees a lot of peace of mind. Well, those plans aren't necessarily available or not as often available to people that's your parents' age or even my parents' age. And they have what's called a 401k, which is an investment account that's provided by by most employers. And it's just an employer-sponsored plan that provides an avenue for an employee to save and invest money for for retirement purposes. And often people look at that and they think, hey, this is going to be like my pension. I'm going to put money in this plan and I'm going to save money my entire career. And whatever is there is going to last the entirety of my life. But oftentimes there's not quite enough. And often too, they forget about taxation. Because all that money that you put in a 401k, you've never paid taxes on that money before. But when you pull it out in retirement, that's when you start taking the tax hit and paying taxes on withdrawals as you're spending down that money in retirement. And oftentimes, there's not enough money there to last a lifetime. Do you think some of the trouble is because they don't know where to start or they weren't taught financial skills at a young age? Uh, Potentially, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things that kind of go into that point about older generations there's not always been a lot of transparency when it comes to comes to finances. You know, oftentimes, um, older generations didn't discuss even how much money they made, or or what a credit card was, or what a checking account was, or uh, what a credit score meant. All those types of things. So I, I think oftentimes, um, what I kind of see is most clients just weren't taught at a young age of just the basic principles of of, of finance. Um, So I think that could play into it for sure. Yes, so what are your thoughts about the importance of kids being presented and taught more financial literacy at a young age? Yeah, that's a great question, Cash Kid. I think it's very important for for kids at a young age to form good financial habits and to form muscle memory. What I mean by that is when you look at the amount of money that you might be bringing in, whether it be from your allowance, or it might be from um, a lawn business or some, some sort of employment where you're making an income, it's really important to look at that income in different categories because you worked really hard for that money. And it's important that, you know, some of it's spent for fun. You know, you're going to enjoy life. You're going to go to movies or ball games or go out to eat with friends or whatever. So a portion of money should be earmarked for, for spending. But then, of course, some should be earmarked for forgiving, you know, at your local church or charity. A portion should be set aside for savings for a rainy day for the future. And then also a portion should be set aside for investing. And those four categories, giving, 
saving, investing, and uh, spending, you know, those are the same categories that you're going to live within as you age. It's just as you get older, hopefully you're making more and more money and you have big, bigger pools of money to work with. Um, but I think if you can form that habit, even at, at your age, that those, those are qualities and traits that will be transferable uh, throughout life. advice, Mr. John. We're going to pause our interview there for today. As he had such great tips to share, we had to split it between two episodes. We tried to keep our episodes shorter for our audience's attention span. <laughs> um, no offense. I'm speaking for myself, too. All right, that wraps up this episode, part two of Mr. John Cunningham's interview in our next episode. He will discuss ways you can help kids to start investing now. Don't forget to check out our website at cashkidpodcast.com and follow us on Instagram. Cash Kid out. The information presented represents the views and opinions of the guest. This podcast does not intend to provide personal investment advice. This content has been made for informational and educational purposes only. To make a full and informed investment decision, we advise you to speak with a financial advisor and for kids. Definitely your parents first before investing. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.